Hey gang, Coach Bruce Babishan here, a.k.a. your corner man, and I want to thank you so much for tuning in. Each week, my podcast takes a deep dive into what it truly takes to get the most out of yourself and those you lead in business, sports, and life. The show is real, it's raw, it's intense, very informative, and sometimes really emotional, but I promise in every episode, there is something that each one of you can take and immediately put to work that can have a positive impact on you or your program. Now sit back and enjoy this week's show. Hey everyone, welcome to the show. This is Coach Bruce Babishan, a.k.a. your corner man. And as always, I'm delighted and honored that you've decided to join me today. If this is the first time you're listening to the show or you're listening from my website, www.yourcornerman.com forward slash podcast, please leave your email address so we can stay in touch and keep you updated as new things happen. We also like to take polls and ask questions and take your feedback. Um, If you're listening on Stitcher or Apple or Google or Pandora, please leave us a five-star rating. That'll help drive us up in the rankings so more people can find the show and hear the content. Everything I do in this show is just to share what I've learned. Everything I ask my guests to do the same. We share openly and honestly uh, with the goal of trying to give you more information so you can be a better leader, build better teams, and perform at a higher level, whether it be in sports, business, or in life. Now, a little something that some of you may not know about me. You know me as a coach. You know me if you've seen me uh, in the corner at big fights or you've seen me on the sidelines of football games. But before all that, or simultaneously early on with all that, you know, I walked the halls of corporate America uh, for many years. I was a senior corporate executive for one of the largest retained executive search firms in the world. We worked at the highest level, the board of directors and the C-suite level, building out you know, some uh, marquee brand named organizations. I was a managing director for our West Coast operation uh, out of LA. And at one point I uh, was the uh, practice president for the gaming and hospitality practice uh, for the firm. So I know business, I know business leadership at the highest levels. I did it for years, but I walked away from that. I walked away from all that. And that's going to be the topic of another show about how to, you know, chase and pursue your dream in the face of even though you're living a successful life, to how to make that jump. Sometimes we're forced to make the jump because things aren't going well. Well, how about when things are really going well and you still have to make that jump because that's what your that's what your that's what your heart's telling you. And we'll get to that. But my point is, I really know business from the inside. So when I come and talk, you know, I share from a place of knowledge, a place of understanding. So if you want to looking for a speaker, uh, you know, you can look for me to bring not only the message but a unique perspective and a, and a, and a super powerful delivery. So, uh, and and if you are interested in that, go to my website, www.yourcornerman.com. There's a contact information. Please leave your name and your information. Somebody on my team or I'll get back to you as soon as I can or we can. And we'd love to talk to you about what your needs are and how we can participate and how I could, uh, you know, add to the value of your next event, uh, whether it be uh, virtual nowadays or face-to-face if that's that's what you're looking for. So, but let's, uh, let's get into today's topic. You know, this is something near and dear to my heart. Um, and I'm going to talk about the concept of coachability real quick. Coachability uh, means to me, you know, your ability to take instruction, to be led, to be mentored, to be taught, uh, and to, uh, uh, you know, allow someone to help you develop. And, uh, you know, uh, you know, as a leader now, both, you know, formerly in business, but now, you know, as a coach, I see the vast array and I've seen the vast array of people come into an organization or come into my gym uh, who have various levels of this concept called coachability. And uh, as a coach, you know, it dawned on me early on 
that coachability starts young. Uh, you know, oftentimes you'll have, uh, and, and I'm going to say this too, you know, some of this is going to may, maybe piss a couple parents off and a couple people off because they think they're doing the right thing. Um, and uh, you may be doing the right thing for your kid, but I can only tell you from my perspective as a coach uh, and a man who's coached thousands of young men and women uh, that uh, I would like to just take what I have to offer. But coachability starts young. And what I see too often is too many parents interceding too aggressively on behalf of their child. Uh, losing perspective, not only losing perspective on what the, the hell the kids are doing out there in the sports, you know, uh, but more importantly, losing perspective in relationship to what they're trying to gain and what they want their child to uh, to, uh, to get from participating, whether it be in football or in amateur boxing. Now, you get into pro sports. When I get into my pro athletes, that's a whole different thing. You know, those are these are adult you know, back and forth and, and coachability is, 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 uh, that's up to the athlete. But, you know, when you're in business and you're, and you're having young leaders come into the organization, young executives, and you're looking for coachability, they may not use that term. They may teachability, uh, you know, whatever it happens to be. And when you come in through the HR, but I just call it coachability and I see too much interruption of that, uh, from parents, you know, parents get involved, way too early and way too aggressively. You know, when I was a young man, uh, quite frankly, uh, if my father was a coach of mine, but when I wasn't his coach, you know, he just stayed out of it. And my mom stayed out of it. You know, they trusted the coach. They got to know the coach. They trusted the coach and they stayed out of it. And I learned in that process how to be coachable, how to be taught, how to be yelled at, how to be reprimanded, how to, you know, how to keep my mouth shut when I need to keep my mouth shut and how to listen and how to offer up information in a way that's constructive. You know, I didn't have my mom and dad jumping in every five minutes trying to tell, you know, the coach how to coach or or that, you know, uh, you know, or, or speak for me. And this, I mean, this happened early on from the age of six. When I was in competitive sports at the age of six on, I was playing, you know, tackle football at the age of six at the Silver Spring Boys Club and fully engaged in sports by the time I was seven or eight. And it was very hyper competitive. And, uh, you know, my parents uh, were active in helping me learn and the, the, the importance of being coachable and teachable. Now, every kid and every person, you know, has their own level of that. You know, sometimes I had difficulty with authority. But what I see is, is a generation of young people coming to the fore, uh, quite frankly, uh, unprepared to be coached and taught at a high and, and uh, serious level. Oftentimes, they've been coddled oftentimes. And now this is, you know, and, you know, ironically, I'll hear this all the time. I have friends of mine and we'll be talking and say, man, this next generation, well, that generation is who we raised. That, that's our fault. You know, if these kids aren't tough enough, then that's our fault. That's not their fault. They just do what they've been taught. And what I'm trying to do is I see this every day. In fact, uh, if you bring an athlete into my program, you know, I meet with the athlete, I talk to the athlete, but then I meet with the parents and I just say straight out, you know, once you trust me, really, I don't want you coming into the gym. I'm not interested in your advice. I'm not interested in your coaching. If you want to coach your son, take him out. Or you want to coach your daughter, take him out of here. I want you to drop him off. Let me coach him, and then you can pick him up. And if you have issues and uh, you want to discuss with me, you can you can come do you can come and we can chat. But if it's about your son's playing time, or if it's about your son's participation in different events, you know I'm really not that interested in your opinion. You know what I see is is that there's a there's a set of parents. First of all, there's a set of parents that are just way too actively engaged, hovering over their child. You know in a way that is uh, quite frankly emasculating. 
uh, if you're if you have a male child, but they're just hovering in there. Then I have another set of parents who you know who think that they they jump in, they they uh, they you know poke their nose in, they have some something important to say, uh, they want to talk to me about something that is you know they feel is important, uh, and then they leave and they think, well, I've done a good job as a parent today, so I'm on my way. Uh, and then there's other parents who you know have gotten to know me, who trust me, who's wait outside, and if they have something to say, there's a discreet and a positive way to do it, and we have those discussions. Too many parents are just not willing to look at themselves in the mirror and say, I'm raising an uncoachable kid. You know, I'm raising a kid who feels that he or she is special. I'm raising a kid who feels that, you know, when things don't go well, that my parents are going to intercede on my behalf. That's that is craziness. You know, you are preparing your child for failure, preparing your child to have difficulty. Listen, you know, certainly at the as the amateur sports get more and more aggressive, winning and winning becomes more important no matter what they tell you. Now, look, early on, you know, it's all about fun. we got to keep things in perspective. But, you know, I coach at a high level in the amateurs and, of course, at the professional level, at the ultimate high level. And, you know, things are very serious. And I can tell right away if a kid has been properly taught and conditioned to be coachable coming in or coming out. You know, I have a lot of kids that come over from Europe, uh, Eastern Europe, and they're extremely coachable. Kids that come out, I've had kids from Africa, extremely coachable. I have, I have to say that my experience with a lot of American kids is a lot more difficult. Uh, and that is because primarily because there's too many, there's too much active, uh, too much active parenting going on. Now, at the same time, of course, we want parents to be involved. We want the, we don't want the, you know, the parents just to, you know, open a door, shove the kid out the, out the drive on the passenger side door on the way out the parking lot. And, you know, I'll see you in, I'll see you in three hours and, uh, you know, have them jump in the back. We want parents engaged. We want parents engaged in the right way. We want parents to model, you know, uh, in my talk, uh, with the parents, I often say the same thing to them. In fact, there's a videotape that I'm going to put online that I want you to see of a talk that I have with a parent. And I tell the parents straight out, listen, there's going to be times when your son or daughter comes home and they don't like me. Uh, and they feel they have been uh, unjustly singled out for, for reprimand or uh, for, I, I, I'm on them. And, and I say that they probably are true. That's probably true because that's what I felt they needed at the time. And I don't want you come running in here and acting why am I singling out, you know, your son or daughter, because that's what I feel that they needed at the time. Sometimes your child may need a pat on the back. Sometimes they need a hug and sometimes they need a kick in the ass. And that's just the way it's going to be. You have to trust me to know when uh, to, to do all three. I one time, you know, I had another situation where a father would always bring his son in. It's a great kid. Good fighter. Good fighter. His father would always bring his son in. But one day his mom uh, brought him in and he was about 45 seconds late and he was walking up to practice. And I yelled at him and said, you know, get your ass in here. Stop walking. Don't be last and be slow. And uh, his mother got so offended and she walked up to me and she said, are you yelling at my son? And I said, uh, ma'am, you know, your son has been here for about, uh, I think it's been there about 12 or 13 months at that time. And I said, your son knows not to walk up when he's late. And she goes, well, don't you ever yell at my son again. And I said, well, listen, ma'am, take your son and, you know, hit him. And I haven't seen the kid since. I do get uh, I do get uh, text from the son, the, the boy, asking if I can come back, if he can come back. Now, that took about six or seven weeks. Um, but they haven't worked that out with the family. But the point is this, is that uh, you need to learn how to interact with your child's a boss or your child's coach in a way that's going to model for them, allow them some independence, 
Uh, if you don't do that, you're raising a child that is going to be dependent on you, who's going to be using, you know, be part of the blame culture, be part of the victim culture uh, that's pervasive out there. And you don't want that. Here, here, here's the simple things that I would, I, I would tell you to do. Okay, as your son and daughter is learning and entering into the sports world or entering in, uh, you know, into intramural sports, let them be coached. Get to know the coach. Let the coach know that you support them, but also give the room, give the coach room to have the authority over your child. If your child has a problem, come home and talk about it, but don't immediately run and try and broker the relationship between the coach and the athlete. And as they grow in sports, as they get older, I encourage you to, to do the same thing. You know, it is, I heard a story the other day that I found unbelievable, that I found unbelievable. Here's the story. I have a friend of mine who works in HR that says he has gotten many calls from parents about the, their, their child entering into a company who has questions about their package, about their employment. He told me that and almost fell down. I said, that can't be true. He said, oh, it's absolutely true. And it's more common than you think. And I said, that's insane. I mean, I can't imagine having my mom or my dad call my employer to talk to them about my job. And what I realized is, is that I'm sure these are the same same young people that were, quite frankly, their parents run out and yelling at the, 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 the little league baseball coach. And in high school, why isn't my son getting playing time? You know, or uh, they were, you know, the kid would come home and, you know, it used to be when you came home, you'd be reprimanded by the coach. You know, your, your parents would say, well, what did you do wrong? Nowadays, it's far too often that the coach, the, uh, the parents first reply is, what's wrong with that coach? And they come and see the coach. And they do it in a confrontational way. So here's my point. If you're a parent or if you have a young adult uh, or if you feel, listen, there's also you, you know, you may have not been properly taught how to uh, to uh, be coached. First of all, you have to understand that uh, uh, that, you know, when you're on a team or you're an organization, everybody has basically the same motives. We're all in business. It's the profit motive when a team was the, the desire to win. Now, as you go down and you go into the early parts of sports, of course, you want fun and you want to teach, you know, you want to teach sportsmanship and all that kind of stuff. But when winning becomes important and when profit becomes important, you better ready to be a, you better read, be ready to be coached. And now if you find yourself that you are uncoachable, then you need to go seek some help. You need to go seek somebody who can work with you and teach you and and sort of remold you. But if you're a parent and you have a child and you're bringing up and you're too actively engaged, you're setting your child up for failure. You're setting your child up for disappointment. You're setting your child up to be overly dependent on you. And I would strongly encourage you not to do that. So when you have, if you're entering your child into sports, please get to know the coach. Once you trust the coach, let them, let that coach, he or she coach your child. You know, if it's a lacrosse, lacrosse coach, then let her coach your child. Let your daughter get her heart broken sometimes. Let her learn what it's like to be a silent contributor and not be on the starting team. If she's, if she's an exceptional talent, let her learn to be corralled and to be pointed and to be taught properly. You know, let her learn leadership skills. Let her let her stumble and fall down and get up on her own. Don't intercede on their behalf. If it's not going, if your daughter feels that she's not getting uh, something that she deserves, let her work that out with the coach herself. I'm not saying that there's not a rare incident uh, when a coach is being is in the wrong or being abusive, but you know what I'm talking about. 99% of the time, it's a child's perspective. Why not me? And part of that is all you know is fostered by the parents' over involvement. 
And if you could tell that I'm, I'm passionate about this because I see this as a big wrecking ball in children's lives. I do. I see this as a big wrecking ball in young adults' lives. And I think it leads to these type of stories where, you know, the HR person telling me that they've had parents actually call in to talk to the HR people about a job, a, a job in a professional organization. And uh, you don't want to be that. You don't want to be that parent. You don't want to raise that kind of kid. So first one, learn to trust your coach. Go meet the coach. Go talk to the coach. Go feel the coach out. Once you get their trust, once they have earned your trust, then step out. Two, support the coach at home. Support the coach at home. When you're at your child comes home and it's not going their way and they're disappointed, right? your knee-jerk reaction is say, well, how can you get better? What did you do wrong? What more can you contribute? Your knee-jerk reaction shouldn't be, what's wrong with that coach? What's wrong with that organization? You know, have your child learn to take responsibility. And three, if you have legitimate issues that you feel need to be brought to the coach's attention, then do it in a discreet, professional way. Don't emasculate your child. Don't come in and, you know, make a make a scene. Don't raise, certainly don't raise your voice. You know, come in and see if there's a time you can talk to the coach and let the coach explain. But out of the view of the athletes and out of the view of your child, so your child doesn't learn to depend on you, let your child learn to fend for themselves. Let your child learn to, you know, to uh, uh, fight for what they want, to struggle, to learn how to fail. To learn how to take instruction. I mean hard instruction. And uh, if you do those things, you're you're much more apt to produce a child that's going to be much better in the workforce and much able to, much more able to, uh, you know, be productive later in life and also understand how to lead other people. And uh, these are important things. So listen, I just wanted to talk about this. this is always on the top of my mind this concept of coachability. Um, and I wanted to talk about it. And it's important, you know, if you're the boss of a company, you're running a company and you see these young young people coming in, begin to recognize who's coachable and who's not. Believe me, there's a saying in sports is we don't like to recruit headaches. You don't want to recruit headaches in your business either. Talent can be subordinated to a bad attitude and an uncoachable person, you know, uh, and anybody who's in business long enough knows that. Uh, parents, if I'm talking to you and this sounds like you, just just go to the mirror and look at yourself and say, hey, look, I got to do better for my child. And if you're a young business person and you see or you're a young athlete and you see that you're struggling with coachability, go ask the coach for help. They'll help you. Go sit down with your parents. Be mature. Take control of your own life. And if you're too young, I'm counting on the parents to take care of this and uh, teach them right, folks. So anyway, listen, uh, I want to thank you for joining me today. Uh, this is an important topic. I, we'll, we'll go over it you know, many, many times in certain segments. This is an important little topic. I want to thank you for joining me today. This is Coach Bruce Babishan, a.k.a. your corner man. I want to thank you again for listening to my podcast. If you're on the website, www.yourcornerman.com forward slash podcast, please leave your name and address. Uh, and your uh, your email information will stay in contact. If you're on Stitcher, Apple, any of those places, please leave us a five-star rating. Drive us up in the rankings. Uh, I want you to make sure that you tune in uh, to the start of the next season, which will be in about another week or so. And then you'll be able to catch this type of talk, Lessons from the Corner. Then you'll also be able to catch the longer episodes, the interview episodes. And one last thing, if you are a, a business leader, if you're a coach, you're looking for a speaker, please go to my website, www.yourcornerman.com. Look me up. I bring a unique perspective, a unique energy, a unique uh, uh, delivery, uh, whether it be a business talk, whether it be a, you know, a national conference or an annual conference, whether it be to a team, I enjoy sharing. That's my vision. That's my goal. That's how I live in high purpose. So please look me up, reach out and somebody on my team or I'll get back to you as soon as I can. 
So again, thank you for joining me for this short episode, Lessons from the Corner. This is Coach Bruce Babishan, a.k.a. your corner man, signing off, and I will hear you and see you next time.